Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining me today, we've got two NAG record holders, Maximus Williamson and Thomas Heilman. Thanks so much for joining me today, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's going well. Thank you. guys are, are both coming off uh monster winter junior championships performances i think i'm saying that meet name right um so <laughs> and it, it felt like you guys were going back and forth in, in several events right even though you guys were on opposite ends of the midwest i think thomas you were in columbus ohio and mm -hmm. maximus you were in westmont illinois um just so first off um thomas i'm going to start with you going into these winter championships, did you have, you know, specific goals, um, that you wanted to hit or was, is at this point in the season for you, um, what were you thinking heading into this meet? Yeah. Um, definitely had some time goals going in, had some goals with our team. Um, and given the year coming up with trials and everything, this is kind of my last meet getting a little bit of a rest um until trials so um i was expecting to kind of be around my best times and hopefully crack a couple of those um so it was it was a pretty big focus for me um this year what what were those team goals just out of curiosity and, and did you guys meet them our, our guys team wanted to <clears throat> take a crack at winning the the boys team title um, and obviously we came up a couple of points short, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, we, given we had like six guys there, um, and we were competing with a team like Bulls and, uh, Swim Mac who had a couple dozen almost. It was, I thought it was pretty impressive and we're pretty proud of, of each other. So you guys were two points away from beating Bulls for the whole, for the whole men's title. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, uh, with six, with six boys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were, I think, I want to say we were up like 20, 24 points going to the 400 free relay. And um, because their, their A and B relay scored, we, we, uh, their second and third place kind of took over the meet. But um, I mean, like I said, I mean, obviously got really close and we were just happy to be in that position. And, um, and it was just fun competing against them the entire meet. Oh my gosh. I didn't even, I was not even aware of this narrative, but congrats, mm -hmm. congrats to Cav Aquatics. Good <laughs> Lord. How, how big, do you know how many kids are on this club team? The team uh, I think about 250 kids? total. Okay. Um, we have like, I'd say maybe 35 kids in our senior group, like our high school group. Mm -hmm. um, so, and we had like nine total kids at the, at the meet, including girls. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, a belated big congrats to Cav Aquatics. Um, that's, that's, that's huge. Yeah. And then Maximus, you know, just kind of same question. Uh, where were your goals? Where was your head heading into this meet? Um, both for you individually and as a team? Uh, yeah, I would say it's about the same. I mean, last really big meet that I'll get before going into trials and 
Well, I mean, our team goals on our boys' side were just to win the meet. And then last year, I don't think we won the meet combined. So we wanted to win the combined meet. I was there to kind of work on the stuff that I've been, like, lacking in. So, like, I was trying to work on my breaststroke and I was trying to work on my underwaters and just everything that needs to be cleaned up uh, before trials with some rest so that I can feel like how I'll be able to swim it at trials. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is, this was you guys' mindset heading into the meet. <clears throat> We've got a sense for, for where you guys were at mentally. First night, uh, you guys both have great splits in the two medley. So after the 200 medley relay, we have, we have this back and forth in the 800 free relay. Uh, Thomas, he, I'm going to start with you on all these questions pretty much. Cause you were the first one swimming. Um, Leading off that 800 free relay, again, did you have a goal? Um, did you have that nag record in mind? W what was your mindset for that relay leadoff? Yeah, I was uh, – I, I definitely wanted to go best time. I'd been kind of stuck in that 134 range for the last couple of years. Um, and so I kind of wanted to dip under that at least and then hopefully go a little bit faster. And to be honest, like between Maximus and um, Kai – and like Henry McFadden, I honestly wasn't even like sure what the nag was because they all kind of went around like around that 132 high, 133 low range. Um, and then like obviously went touch the wall in 32 mid. Um, and the guy like announced it was a nag, um, which I guess was pretty exciting. And then um, about an hour later, Maximus kind of made me look silly. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that was kind of the theme of the entire meet. Um, so. <laughs> It really was, which as a swim fan was phenomenal. I mean, it, it was, it was so fun to see you guys just kind of trading blows. Um, is, is the 200 free something that you ever work on in practice, Thomas, or, or just that, that, that you have in mind while you're training? Yeah, I'd say like training wise, I have a pretty big focus on like kind of the mid distance, like 200, 500 free. And then like the two, four, I am, um, and I think especially leading to next summer, I kind of want to add um, the freestyle, hopefully to the event schedule um, and try to make a run at like the 800 free relay um, for the Olympic team, um, especially given like the 100 flies probably going to be a lot more competitive this year with like Dressel coming back and then uh, the way sw uh, Shane swam at US Open, got to expect him to be good. So um, just giving myself more options. Um, come into the next next summer. Very smart, which because cause that's what trials is about, right? You know, you kind of never know what can happen at a meet like that. Um, so yeah, that that totally makes sense. And then Maximus, uh, you, I I've been dying to ask this question. I'm so excited that I get to. Did you know what Thomas went before you swam at that 800 free relay? Yeah. So before. Before the relays and like before all the swims, my coaches would always tell me like they had to meet mobile results and like who was going what over at the East. So they would just always tell me somebody went this time, somebody went this time. And so it was just it was basically they just put that on me to go out there and like and win the whole thing, like combine East and West. They wanted me to have the fastest time out there. And so uh I mean, did you have a goal time for yourself coming into this meet? It, I mean, did you did you see yourself going one thirty two zero? 
Um, I came into the meet thinking that I was going to like, I knew my two free was going to be good. I didn't know how good it was going to be. Uh, my swim on day, what was it? Day three, when I actual to an individual swim that like, that shocked me. I didn't even know that, I, but the, shocked me too. <laughs> when, I, when I pulled up like the, the results after that, I was like, holy crap. Like, <laughs> holy that God. was a, that, that was a real, like drink your drink, look at your phone and then spit your drink out kind of, kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I knew that I would go that fast on the relay, but I had no clue that I would go that fast in the individual. And I just, all I did was switch up how I swam it. So it was, it felt way easier than the relay too. Yeah. So I, while, while we're at it, you know, you on that day three, you opted out of the 400 IM, uh, you, you wanted to swim that 200 free individually. Can you take us through you and your coaches thinking on why you wanted to swim that 200 free individually? And then again, as, as you alluded to, um, how you how you did it differently than, than the relay? Yeah, so on the relay, I kind of knew I jammed my walls and I didn't really have a strong breakout. And I kept like, you know, something was off in the two free. I just didn't feel right. And then in the prelim session, my backstroke felt weird. So coach was just like, your backstroke looks weird. We're just going to scratch you the four M and under back and you're just gonna swim the two free. And I almost I almost didn't even make a final. I almost <laughs> pulled it. <laughs> um that was on accident. I didn't mean to have lane eight, but it worked out. So <laughs> well, well what happened in the prelim swimmer? I maybe something didn't happen. Maybe it's just a super fast meet. Um well I I knew knew that I was in the last circle seated heat. So it was supposed to be like the fastest heat in prelims. The guy next to me didn't show up who was like pretty fast. I mean, I think he went 135 or something like that. And then I, so I couldn't really see anybody in the prelim session. I was just kind of cruising it and I was like winning my heat. So it, we had kind of be going somewhat fast. And I once saw 137.7. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I just made a final. So. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah, I feel like that's always a a weird like dynamic in the free the short freestyle events because like depending on how your heat goes in the morning, like you could be winning your heat and still like you said be like almost missing the a final. Like I, I was kind of like same kind of thing in the hundred free. Hmm. I, I yeah, I feel like prelims can be tricky like that. Um, I I'm also just kind of curious how you guys gauged or felt about getting to swim the 50 free at this meet. Um, cause you both did. And it seems like it, it went pretty well for both of you, but is, is that something that is, is harder to gauge for you? Or like, how do you know when you're swimming a good 50 free? I have no idea to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't like, I don't really train the 50. Like we do power workouts sometimes and like, we'll do VO two sets, which kind of probably more work on like the hundred and 200. Um, so we get a little bit of like that kind of training in, but I mean, I kind of just, I'm, if I'm swimming the 50, I'm sprinting it. Um, just trying to rip. And so same kind of thing with the 200 free, like I'd kind of been stuck in that 19 mid high range for a little bit last couple of years. And 
Um, I think just racing Luca, who had a crazy swim, kind of just helped me. Um, he kind of just like dragged me along with him, I guess, um, in a way. And um, I, don't know, I thought I could, I thought I was capable of going that fast, but um, just since it had been so long since I've had like a major drop in that, I just didn't really know. Yeah. Maximus? That 19 from the East was ridiculous. 19 that's so fast for an 1800. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't really train the 50 either. Kind of like Thomas, I just work on my 100, 200, 500. So it'll, it'll get there, but the 50 is just so weird to me. Like everything has to be so perfect. And if you screw up one thing, then the whole 50 is like toast. So it's, it's super, it's super confusing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quick. And, uh, I mean, you guys both had great fifties, but it, it was, it was, it was fun to see you guys race that knowing that, you know, that obviously maybe isn't your, your specialty or what you necessarily are training for. Um, so, so going to the other events of that day two of winters, you know, you guys obviously both swam the 200 IM. Um, it, it was, it, it gave shades of that 800 free relay, right? Um, you guys kind of one upped each other again. Uh, Thomas, after having, I mean, again, you, you guys both had great winter juniors last year, but after having the swims you had last year, um, in, in that I am and in the butterflies, Thomas, how are you approaching specifically those events, um, at this meet and how did you want to differentiate them after the success you had last year? Uh, well, specifically for the IM, put a pretty big emphasis on the middle 100 to the 200 IM, um, the back and the breast. And um, I thought I made pretty big improvements, especially in breaststroke um, from last winter. Um, and then going into the race, like, I don't know, I just, I didn't, I think I may have taken it out a little bit too fast on the fly um, or maybe on the backstroke a little bit. And, kind of paid it, paid the price for that on the back half, but I mean, still going to best time when probably not swimming it exactly how I wanted to. Um, I thought it was still good. Um, and then going into the rest of the meet, like on my flies, just, I think I was a little off on my turns, um, short axis on the fly, the entire meet, um, which I mean, in a normal year, maybe would be a little bit disappointed about, it, but with the larger emphasis on, long course this season it's not as big of a deal i feel like um and still again going like right around or a little bit faster than my best times from last year um i think puts me in a good place uh, moving forward absolutely you hear that maximus he could have gone faster in the 2im <clears throat> so you know just food for thought <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get better at virginia yeah. <laughs> that's right uh, which, which we're going to discuss here in a little bit, but Maximus take, take me through your two. I am, um, was this another situation where, where you knew what Thomas had gone? Um, and, and again, how, how did you want this race to be different for you than last year? Yeah. So same thing as prior, my coaches have told me what everybody went over at the East, what won the East. And then I was just trying to work on my backstroke underwaters instead of trying to swim backstroke like I normally do, just work on my underwaters. And my underwaters have gotten a little bit better since last juniors. So I think that's what really, that's where I really dropped time in this year was my underwaters. And they really try to 
get me to work on my breaststroke. So my tired breaststroke is way different than my, my like rested breaststroke. So, and then my fly, it had, they told me to take it out, which I, norm, I normally don't do. I normally cruise the butterfly and then I have 150 fast. So I took out the butterfly and my legs were kind of dying the last 50. 21.7, just for context. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty hard. <laughs> um yeah you were you were out in 46 one at the hundred that's um that's that's moving but you know yeah I, maximus you were 141 one uh thomas was 141 three both exceedingly elite to i am so congrats to you guys both on, on that one thank you um and then yeah as, as you guys moved through the meet um you both got the opportunity to, to swim some different events. Uh, I think I think you swam the two breast, Maximus, if I have that right. And then uh, Thomas, you were in the one breast. Um, you know, we saw you guys in some different events um, that you know kind of aren't those those prime primary events. Um, Thomas, again, we can start with you, but just how did it how did it feel getting to swim some of those races? And again what was your mindset heading to the, into them or what were you hoping to gain from that? Um, I think kind of, like I said earlier, like I put a pretty big emphasis on breaststroke over the last year. And I kind of wanted to see after I swam a pretty decent hundred breaststroke last spring. And I was, I thought I was going to um, have a chance to kind of be competitive in that towards the top of the hundred this year at juniors. Um, and I think just the, the morning was really, really fast um in the hundred breasts and I kind of I just like just missed out um I think I was ninth after prelims um and then just didn't quite go how I wanted to at finals either so um I just kind of wanted to try it out um do something like you said a little bit different um and mix it up a little bit keep things fun um but with the with the kind of bigger event schedule I think that may have hurt me a little bit um and then just kind of moving through the rest of the that night, like having the hundred fly before it and then the relay after it. Um, just kind of, I was trying to find a way to kind of make it through that session and probably hurt me a little bit um, throughout it. So, and it correct me if I'm wrong, but I think both of you had bigger event schedules at this this year than last year. Um, but it's just, you know, it's like two individuals a day plus relays like that's you know five swims a day people might not realize that's a that's a lot uh <laughs> looking at these east results of the men's hunter breast there were 10 guys who went 53 or i mean there's one who went one of those is, went 52 mm -hmm. that's yeah, so like, fast like going into prelims i was seated i want to say fourth with like a 54 two <laughs> and so it ended up being like 10 guys or so going 53 um yeah so yeah uh, that's yeah that's that's insane to me and these are you know these are teenagers but <laughs> um yeah and again oh, over to you maximus um just kind of same thing what were you what were you shooting for um in these events that you don't swim all the time at, at maybe a championship meet yeah so as I said earlier, Jason wants me to like work on my tired breaststroke. So right oh. before the two breaststroke, I had 100 free. So I swam like free 
And then I think it was like, it was like less than 20 minutes later or something. I just on the 200 breaststroke. Oh, the last period my stroke was like falling apart and I couldn't, I was just out there to race and have fun, but I wanted to win that so bad, but okay. Well, the shout out to Jake Eccleston, 152.9 is moving. Um, yeah. Could I, sorry, I don't know which lanes he, I th- was he right next to you? I think. I think he was in lane five. I was in lane four. For the- okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a that's a hard time to beat. Going one fifty two nine. Were you pleased with that two hundred breast race overall, though? Aside from not touching first. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm happy with my two hundred breaststroke because I hadn't swam that since last year. I think last year I went one fifty seven low. So my breaststroke's gotten a little bit better, and especially my tired breaststroke, which Jason wants me to work on for my IM. It's, it's definitely progressing, but it still needs, still needs more work. That's, that's, I feel like that's a healthy mindset to have. That That's good to hear. Um, so th- thank you guys for giving all of this insight. Um, again, as just as a swim fan, it was super fun to watch. Uh, the both meets were incredibly fast. Um, <clears throat> And you mentioned it earlier, you guys are both going to Virginia in, in a year and a half. Uh, so you got some time. But um, again, just we haven't talked to you since you guys made the big announcement. Um, you guys are our number one and number two recruits for the class of 2025. Um, so once again, Thomas, we can start with you. But uh, just take me through what went into that decision um, and what ultimately made Virginia the right call for you? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess as a whole group, um, the seven us, seven of us that are committed right now, we kind of went through our own processes and um, kind of all eventually came to the realization that UVA was the best option for us. Um, and kind of one by one over the course of maybe two or three weeks, um, people started to make their official commitments. And um, I think me and Maximus were two, two of the last three to commit um, out of that group of seven. And uh, the first few guys uh, waited for us and um, really made it special for us when we, we eventually all announced together, um, which was really fun for all of us. We were like texting back and forth and everything. And um, eventually when we posted together, it was just really special, I think, for all of us. Um, and we really wanted to make a big impression on on the NCAA swimming and try to kind of shift the momentum a little bit um, and kind of just change things up a little bit because obviously it's pretty typical that like Cal and Texas um, are towards the top and we just wanted to go to a place where the the guys haven't done anything like that in a top two finish uh, ever and we want to try to help the, the guys that are already there who are working hard and have built the culture up and try to help them um, kind of take it to that next step. Yeah. I, I mean, I think on paper, Thomas, this seems um, like a little more of a, a, a predictable move for you, you know, just being that you're, you live in Charlottesville, your family's there, your brother's already on the team. Um, but f- for you, 
just personally, what makes Virginia a place that you feel like you can accomplish those things? Yeah, I think, like I said, like the culture there that they've kind of established already is one that I feel like with the, with the guys who are working hard now and the, the, the two classes that will um, be there in the next couple of years, um, we're all really determined to kind of, and we all kind of have that same goal of winning a national championship together. Um, and then the coaching staff, the energy the coaching staff has, um, I think we're all really excited about like Todd, especially um, when recruiting started kind of made sure that to put a big emphasis on like the Instagram and Tyler's done a great job with that as well. Um, and kind of just making us feel like we're part of the team. Um, and then me being close with the team with my brother there, like I hear all the stuff that they're doing and how hard they're working and everything. And I just felt like I could be part of that. Um, I feel like, I feel like I could be part of that family um, in a couple of years. Well, absolutely. And, and a belated congrats on that. Um, that's a big deal. And <clears throat> to, I, I could, I'm down with Charlottesville because I've been to Brazos tacos and, uh, that's one of my favorite establishments in the country. So I yeah, get it. I, I'd the go there just really for that. There. <laughs> um, and then of course uh, the academic, um, education that we'll be getting is top notch in the country and we'll, set me up hopefully for the, the rest of my life after swimming too. Um, that was another thing that kind of added just an added bonus, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for team. saying that because <laughs> it's really not an added bonus. Like that is the, no, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, <clears throat> I know we, I, th this is, that's, that's on me. That's my bad. I, you know, it's like that, the well, education should be a bit of a, a bit of a bigger emphasis than maybe, I mean, we're a swimming website, but I, I say added bonus just because I mean, going through the process, like there's, there's a bunch of good swim teams. Um, and so when I found the swim team that I like both, uh, best and having the, the academics to back it up, um, really made that like the, the decision, um, a little bit easier for me. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, again, thank you for, for, for throwing that part in as well. Um, Maximus, you know, same thing. Can you take us through your process and ultimately uh, what, what made UVA the right decision for you? Yeah, so I went into the recruiting process like completely open-minded. I mean, I had, I think I only started with about 10 schools. I only really said about 10 schools, like 10 of the top schools. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of just narrowed it down from there. And I only took three recruiting trips. So I took less than some people. I think, yeah, normally people would take four or five or for me to take, but I only wanted to take three. And I kind of, we kind of picked and choose like, um, pros and cons of each school's like what would have an advantage, what would not have an advantage and just a list of everything that you would do before picking a college. And I kind of just sat over the list and was like, well, either way there's going to be pros and cons to either, either school and you'd have to go with what feels best. 
And so I went on my recruiting trip to Virginia. I like fell in love with the campus. The campus is gorgeous and they have the perfect weather. I mean, they actually have four seasons unlike Texas where it's like <laughs> six months summer, like three months winter. And then you got the other random three months in there. But it's in the team, the team itself, I've never seen a combined program work so well together than UVA has. And energy that Todd and Tyler bring is, is just, it's crazy. And like, I don't think, I don't think anything could go wrong at Virginia. And especially with the training group that we're going to have going into Virginia, we're all going to be so much faster just because we push each other and the group of boys that are already there and the group of boys that are coming in are they're just going to make each other better every day and i think that's what i what i like kind of fell in love with yeah <clears throat> um i mean that's once again congrats to you as well uh it, it's that's that's a big deal and obviously in the swimming community in the swim swam community we're very excited for for both of you guys and uh, once and thank you for making that announcement um, as as big of a as big of a deal as it was because you guys accomplished your goal and I think by you know coordinating that and doing it all together it it did make a ripple effect and I think that sets the stage for maybe s some future classes to do the same thing and um, I think as a whole it, it makes our sport better and more exciting so kudos to you guys thank you absolutely yeah, we're just trying to make your job easy so <laughs> well you're doing a great job at that so far so um thomas maximus i i really appreciate you guys taking the time to sit down and chat it was, it was great to catch up with you congrats on the year you've had and uh i hope your 2024 goes just as well thank you yeah, thanks for having us Absolutely. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.